welcome to a new month, as well to a new episode of the NACF podcast. Now we live in such a busy world, a noisy world. Do you find it difficult to get the time to just be alone with God so you can hear what he has to say? Well, listen up. Today's episode, Walk Away from the Noise. In the name of Jesus, somebody in here is going to get this today. And if you get this, it will be life changing. Somebody going to get this. Part of walking with God, one of the best parts of walking with God, and one of the most necessary parts of walking with God is letting him walk you away from the noise. We're going to move right on in into our time of giving our time of tithing, our time of offering, because this is a part of our worship. We are yet obedient in this season. We yet are worshipers and our tithing, that 10% that we give back to God, oh, that is our worship. And so if you have not prepared your giving, please do so. You can do that by going to newantioch-aliante.org, push the donate button and follow the prompt. A second way that you can do is by texting 77977 to New Antioch. All one word, follow the prompts all the way through. And we're going to give you every means to be obedient, every means to give back into this. And so if you have to do it through mail, our address is 2550 Nature Park Drive, Suite 100. Our zip code is 89084. We want to be careful to thank all of those who have remained obedient, who have remained generous. Way from the noise. Do you get nervous when it's too quiet? Do you always have your television on? You grab your phone when, when there's not too much going on, not much to do. Do you, do you always grab your phone and play free sale? Candy Crush. Candy Crush soda. Candy Crush jelly. <laughs> and I heard somebody holler out another one this morning. Candy Crush saga. Mm-hmm. Though the word games are, those matching games are, Games you play with other people online. Do you keep the radio on in your car? You keep music going in your house? Are you on the phone with someone every break you have? Are you constantly checking for your texts, your emails, your Instagram posts, and your TikTok videos coming up? Are you scrolling Facebook every moment you got some downtime? Are you driving and talking with your earbuds in? Or you got one of those devices that puts the phone up so that you can FaceTime and drive at the same time? Do you hate a quiet house so you keep the kids coming over? You keep those grandkids coming over every day. When do you ever get away from the noise? I was complaining to my mother one day 
about the lack of anointing in my ministry. And when I was preaching the word, I didn't feel anointed. And my altar prayer didn't seem as anointed. And she asked me, when do you have time to be anointed? In other words, she was saying, when do you ever get away from the noise just to be with God alone? So all year we've been teaching on different aspects of walking with God and what it means to walk with God. Well, here's another one today. As we celebrate communion, I want to show you another aspect of walking with God. And, and, and so we're doing communion today, and, and communion comes from the word uh, come, which means with or together, and unis, which means oneness or union. So with union. Communion means you have an intimate connection with God. You're sharing in common. It means mutual participation. It means partnership. It means fellowship. Uh, communion is an exchange of intimate thoughts and feelings. And, and so the, the uh, Greek word for, com for communion is koinonia, where you, you, we usually use it for fellowship, but it's the same word, koinonia. It means to have a common life. It means a joint participation. And so when you look in 1 Corinthians 10 and 16, when it begins to talk about communion, it says, the cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? It means as we celebrate communion, we are celebrating then our intimate union with Christ. We're celebrating our connection with him, our, our exchange of thoughts and feelings and, and exchange of uh, our connection with him in our exchange of thoughts and feelings, our connection with him in death and in his resurrection. When he died, we died. And when he rose, we rose to a new life that we have in common with him. But when we leave here, after taking his blood and his body, do we actually develop and live out this communion? When do you live out communion? We take communion, but do we live communion? Or is communion like baptism sometimes? You got baptized, but you weren't saved. You weren't really born again. You just went in the water. And so the old folks told us, Reverend BJ, that you go, if you're really not saved, but you got baptized, that you went down a dry devil and you came up a wet one. And I wonder if communion is the same way. You take communion, but do you have communion? Do you live a life that is in co-union with God? Do you live a joint life with God? Or you just take this bread and take this wine. You, you, you just ate some bread and crackers because you have no communion. How do I have real communion with God? Communion is built with time alone with God away from the noise. Tell somebody, walk away from the noise. So this is an aspect of walking with God that Jesus took advantage of. And it was the last thing he did before heading to the cross to die for us. He got away from the noise. Here's the bottom line. This walk with God will take you away from the noise. Earlier this year, I told you that this was an ear walk, right? 
that in order to walk with God, you have to be able to hear his voice. This is the voice, the voice, the voice. This is the voice. You got to be able to hear his voice. And so I talked about things in that sermon. I talked about things that cause spiritual earwax, that, that keep us from really hearing that voice. I said sin is like earwax, and busyness is like earwax, and noise is like earwax. So today I'm just going to focus on that noise part today. This walk with God will sometimes take you away from the noise. So the song that I played you uh, earlier said, away, away, away from the noise, alone with you. And, and really, that song is my favorite way to enter into my prayer time, into my time with God. That song will get me almost every time. Away, away, away from the noise, alone with you. Our lives are filled with so much noise. And we like the noise. We like it because it distracts us from our hurts. We like noise because it distracts us from being introspective. It keeps us from dealing with things that are uncomfortable. And I'm finding out people really, really hate being uncomfortable. It, 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 the, the noise keeps us from feeling things that we don't want to feel. Thinking about things that we don't want to think about. I, I have a very extroverted, one of my nephews is very extroverted. And he doesn't like being by the say. He doesn't like downtime because it makes him think about stuff. He don't want to think about, which makes him feel stuff he don't want to feel. But that also keeps you from having quality time with God. And it also keeps you from hearing God clearly because you got so much noise. And, and Sharonda, it keeps your spirit from drinking the refreshing waters of God. Some of you, your spirit is so thirsty. You are spiritually dehydrated and you can't drink because you don't have that time with God. That noise keeps your spirit from drinking refreshing waters. It's like David. Y'all know David. David was that shepherd boy who turned into a warrior king. It was David describing his relationship with God. He says he leads me beside still waters. I say, if you look at them, some say that sheep don't like fast-moving water. It's hard for them to drink from fast-moving water. So good shepherds find them some still waters, or they create a pool for them. They'll put some stones up in the river to slow down the flow of the water so that the sheep can drink plenty of water without being disturbed. And God wants some undisturbed time with you on this walk with him so you can chill out and you can drink of him as a matter Matter of fact, I call it undisturbed, undistracted, uninterrupted time with God. God wants some undisturbed, undistracted, uninterrupted time with you. Why? So you can drink. So your spirit can take in strength. So your spirit can take in some peace. So your spirit can take in a refreshing. So your spirit can take him in him. So you can take in more of him. You've got to walk away from the noise. My favorite hymn is actually this hymn called In the Garden. The words are in the garden are, I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses. And the voice I hear falling on my ear, the son of God discloses and he walks with me. 
and he talks with me. And he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. And I haven't sung that song this year because actually this year, I want you to grab the concept of walking with him. And not him walking with you. And the song says, and he walks with me. And the issue we're dealing with you walking with him. Uh, so now he does walk with you. Don't get me wrong. He walks with you. He'll be with you wherever you go. And he'll be with you whatever you get yourself into. But this year, as we're doing the Enoch experience, as we're walking with God this year, this year is about going where he wants to go and you getting into to whatever he's into. Not the other way around. This year is about walking with him. But the concept of the song is what I want you to learn today. He says, I come to the garden alone to get alone with God away from the noise. The noise in your ears. Get away from the noise in your ears. The noise in your ears comes from several places. It comes from the world. Radio, TV, movies, music, commercials, news, sports, internet. All of those venues is designed and controlled by the entity that Jesus called the prince of this world. Paul called him the prince of the power of the air. And now in this internet, in this internet uh, 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 era, it gives it actually when television and radio and internet, it gives a new meaning to the prince of the power of the air. It's in the air. And, and, and he has no power over us because God gave mankind the power of this world. And mankind is the ones who turn the power over to Satan. But we only turn it over to Satan when we obey him. Other than that, mankind still has absolute Free will that Satan really has no power over us. We have free will and we have absolute authority over the devil. If we're in Christ Jesus, we got authority over him and all those demons when we are in Christ Jesus. So since he can't control us, he has to influence us. And he influences us by and gets us to loan him our power. And to loan him our authority in order to influence us to do that, he uses the noise of this world. The noise of the world is forming your opinions, your truth, your appetites, your cravings. Oh, yes, it is. It appeals to your flesh. It appeals to the old you. It appeals to that unsaved part of you. Why do you think businesses pay so much money for commercials? Why do you think so much of what's on your phone or your iPad is either free or cheap? Because it comes with commercials. Why do you think athletes make more in endorsements than they make playing ball? It's because the world knows that advertising works. The noise of the world shapes your cravings. It shapes your desires. You will buy what they tell you to buy. You will love what they tell you to love. You will believe what they tell you to believe. If y'all didn't know that, the last four years would have told you that. All of this stuff that comes out, these people believe what that mess tells them to believe. 
He does it because advertising works. And that's why the Bible te teaches us that we're not to love the world. The world has a noise going on. And we fall for it hook, line, and sinker. So he said, look, do not love the world or the things that are in the world. And the reason that your walk with God keeps getting interrupted is because you still have a love affair with the world. We listen to the voice of God for one hour. At Aliante, one hour from 7 to 8 in the morning, you listen to the voice of the Lord. And then the next 12 hours, you're listening to the noise of the world. So you have to learn how to follow God down this path that will often lead you away from the noise. And you're away from the noise so that God can show you the truth. And so the noise in your ear, it, it comes from the world, but it also comes from the people who have your ear. Who has your ear? Who have you been talking to? Who have you been listening to? Y'all know when you see shifts in people? That's how people get busted having affairs. Because we can tell something has changed about your conversation. You know, like who you been talking to? You didn't, you didn't say that before. You, I've never heard you say that before. Who you been talking to? Young people, that's how we find out who y'all been hanging with. You give yourself away. And we can tell. A child come on. What? Who you been talking to? Who has your ear? Who you been talking to? Who you been listening to? The devil got Eve because he got her to listen. He didn't get into her spirit. He got into her ear. And the Bible talks about guarding your gates. Guard that ear gate and that eye gate and that mouth gate and that heart gate and that feet gate. And it talks about gates, but it's the ear gate that got us first. Who are you listening to? Because the devil know how to use people to say the wrong things to you. I was in a friendship once that was bringing me down. It was destroying my spiritual life. But I could tell that the devil was feeding my friend what to say to me. Because what she was saying to me was too perfect. Like, Why'd you say that? If you have, if you have friends or family, or you got a romantic interest that always has the perfect thing to say to you, to seduce your heart, and then what they're saying is not leading you toward God, what they're saying is not in line with the word of God, then you got some noise in your ear. Y'all know how we do, ladies. I don't know. He just knows how to talk to me. I don't know, I like that girl. That girl know how to talk to me. Ah, they might be having some help talking to you. That devil is whispering in that person's ear and telling them what to, hey, wait a minute, that's a little bit too perfect. <laughs> you got noise in your ear. Oh, he just, I just like the way he just talks to me. 
The Bible says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Look, y'all, get these broke folks out your ear. Get people with a jacked up marriage out of your ear. Get unhealthy people out of your ear. Get mean and bitter people out of your ear. Get undisciplined people out of your ear. Get unspiritual people out of your ear. Get unproductive people out of your ear. Get negative people out of your ear. Get negative people out of your ear. Get negative people out of your ear. That's noise in your ear. People with no faith. People with no commitment. People with no prayer life. People with no growth. People with no wisdom. That's noise in your ear and yes they might get mad at you see you never listen to me no I don't listen to you because I don't want to be like you no I'm not I'm not listening to you I don't want to be broke like you You know how they do it, Sharonda. You can still have a little bit of this. Have you need to enjoy life sometime? Go on and eat this. Go on and eat that. And so I don't want to be like you. You diabetic. You got heart trouble. You got arthritis, and your kidneys is failing. No, I'm not listening to you. I don't want to be like you. Your marriage all jacked up. No, I ain't listening to you. Broke as you want to be. You just need to enjoy life. You better listen to somebody that got some money and start saving some money. <laughs> I'll listen to a millionaire. But you want paycheck from homeless? You can't tell me nothing about money. Just saying. When you have noise in your ear, it's sort of like walking with God with earbuds on. Because when you got the ear stuff in your ear, it's not that you can't hear, but the noise in your ear is louder and it's constant and it drowns out the clarity. God is trying to spend some time with you and you got somebody else in your ear. Walk away from the noise. So the noise in your ear comes from the world, and the noise in your ear comes from people, and, and it comes from the enemy. And how does he get there? Through, through the world and through people. But most of the enemy likes to talk to you himself. Demons like to talk to you themselves. Y'all know those cartoons where you got the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other shoulder and the devil on one shoulder and he's talking and trying to get them to do the wrong thing? You can tell what kind of demon is talking to you by what it says to you. How that demon makes you feel. So what do you do? You got to rebuke those words and thoughts and feelings in the name of Jesus. Tell that little devil that's sitting on your shoulder, shut up. You always got something to say. Sick of you. Shut up talking to me. You always got something dumb to say to me. In the name of Jesus, shut up. That noise. In your ears. And then there's the noise in your head. The noise in your head. 
Now, I started to put the devil and the demons in the category of the noise in your head, but, but that's not how the Lord wanted me to do this because God was after something else. He wanted me to focus on this because what the devil says to you is really outside of you. The devil's not in you. He's on the outside of you. I know your mama told you it was full of the devil, but, but you're really not. It's, he, he's outside of you. But, but this one is about the noise in your own head. And it'll be mixed up with some stuff that the devil had said to you as well. But really, my problem is not so much what people say to me. My problem is not so much what the word says, what the world says to me. My problem is what I say to myself. There's so much going on in my head. My head is truly the battlefield of the mind. Arguments and imaginations and conflict are going on in my head all the time. I think way too much. They've been telling me that all my life. You think too much. You know, y'all, I really do. I think way too much. The voices in my head. Let me see if I got any friends in here. The voices in my head are, are so much more entertaining than anything I've ever seen on TV or in a movie. Do I have some friends? I hear somebody over here. The stuff that goes on in my head got more drama and more espionage and, 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 and more uh, sexual scenes. And sometimes it's X-rated. Sometimes it's R-rated. Sometimes it's PG, but most of the time it's on that other end. And it's exciting and it's deep and it got all the drama. It got villains. It got chase scenes. It got just going on in my head. My head is more exciting than what I see on TV. I'm just saying, I got any friends up in here that, that <laughs> y'all poor creative people, us writers, those of us that are writers, and those of us that create a we can get it going on in my head. The commercials in my head are much more seductive than any commercial I've ever seen in my eyes. So I need to walk with God away from the noise in my head. Depression makes noise in your head. It tells you what's the use. Might as well. What's the use? Might as well. It told some of y'all that today. Last night. Friday night. What's the use? Might as well. What's the use of trying? Might as well quit. Everybody else doing it. Might as well. They getting away with it. Might as well. She doing it. Might as well. What's going on in your head? Depression gives you permission to misbehave. You've had such a rough day. Go on and get that Jack Daniels tonight. I don't drink, what, Patron, Cavassier, whatever. <laughs> Somebody drinking, drinking Jack Daniels because he rich. Uh, you had such a rough week. You deserve it. You need to smoke that weed. You need to chill out. I just need a little, little smoke, smoke, a few edibles. I just need, I need to 
to chill out because I had a tough time. I'm grieving. So I'm going to go and eat this cake. <laughs> I'm stressed. I'm going to have this cigarette. I'm he out there doing his thing. So I'm finna call this dude this weekend. Depression will give you permission to misbehave. It'll give you permission to give up. It gives you permission to shut down. It gives you permission to be bitter, to be angry, to be stubborn. It tells you I'm not good enough. It tells you I can't, I won't, I'll never, I can't, I won't, I'll never. Depression is a noise in your head. Anxiety makes noise in your head. What if? What if they don't come back? What if they don't make it? What if the money don't come in time? What if I got that disease? What if? What if? This is not going to work. I'm not enough. This is not enough. It's not going to be enough. You're going to fail. I'm going to fail again. I don't see how. I don't see how this is going to work out. I don't see how it's going to make it. I don't see how they're going to turn around. I, what if? What if? What if? Trauma makes noise in your head. Things that happen to you. That trauma. I tell you, don't trust. Don't let them too close. You need to fight back. All she said was the shoes look blue instead of black, and you're ready to fight. Trauma says fight black back. Trauma says shut down. Don't be vulnerable. Never be vulnerable. Don't never let them see you like that. Trauma says they'll never put me in that place again. Or trauma will tell a woman or a man, this all I'm good for. This all you good for. Might as well go and sleep around with them. This all you good for. That's all he want. That's all you good for. Man going out there, keep slinging them drugs. This all you good for. Trauma would tell you, keep control. You better keep your hands on, you better keep in control. Trauma will tell you, I have to get it done. I have to get it done. It's all on me. It's all on me. Ain't nobody going to be here for me. It's all on me. Trauma will say, I got to protect myself. The noise in your head, the noise in your head, you better ask yourself, is it trauma or is it truth? That noise in your head, is it depression or is it truth? Is it anxiety or is it truth? You can't tell whether it's trauma or if it's truth until you walk away with God from all the noise in your head. How many of you are like me? When you pray and you try to talk to God, you find yourself drifting into the noise in your head. Okay, I was going to say, I got some friends in here, right? What's going on in your head? What do you do? You have to bring into captivity every thought. 
into the obedience of Christ. I snatch that thought out of my head. I bring it into the obedience of Christ. This is not what the word says. This is not what the spirit of God said to me. I don't care about what you get that thought out of my mind. You got to bring your thoughts under captivity. Your thoughts are not just wild doing things because they want to do it. Do it and like you don't have no control. God would not tell you to bring it into captivity if you didn't have the power to do that. You can control your thoughts and bring them into captivity. God wants you to walk away from the noise in your ears, to walk away from the noise in your head, and to walk away from the noise in your life. Look at somebody say, you got a noisy life. You got a noisy life. I'm going to look over here at my pastoral staff. You got a noisy life. You got a noisy life. You got work, school, marriage, children, grandkids, extended family, church activities, ministry, planning, paying bills, managing a household, running a business, creating, orchestrating, coordinating, building, arranging, doctor's appointments, surgeries, medications, relationships, travel, multiple streams of income, business deals, agencies, bank business, loans, debts, taxes, shopping, shipping, shipping, shopping, locating, therapy, house repairs, car trouble, back to school stuff, child support, court tragedy, court tragedies, demands. You got a noisy life. And part of walking with God, and if y'all get this, somebody say, somebody gonna get this. I know some of y'all ain't going to get this today, but somebody, I declare in the name of Jesus, somebody in here is going to get this today. And if you get this, it will be life changing. Somebody going to get this part of walking with God. One of the best parts of walking with God and one of the most necessary parts of walking with God is letting him walk you away from the noise. Alone with him. Quiet with him, focused only on him, so you can drink from the waters of his grace, so you can be refreshed, so you can rest, so you can only hear him and his truth, so you can trust him again, so you can be at peace at least for a moment. So he can fill you up. Your spirit is so thirsty. That's what's wrong with you. Your spirit is so thirsty and you need to drink. And so he leads you beside still waters away from the noise. Jesus had to do them himself. He had to do it. Often, he often, Jesus went away from the noise because of what he had been through. Ministry, pouring out. Emptying himself for the sake of the people. Emptying himself for the crowd. And then he starts pouring out to the committed, those that are around him. Then he starts pouring out to the core, that, that group of 12. He, and they got on his last nerve. He, and, and so he's pouring out, pouring out. And he would pull away from everyone and everything. He'd send all them folks away, including the 12. Including the 12 that he was living with. Including the folk he was living with. Including the folk he was living with. Including the people he was living with. All y'all got to go. 
Matter of fact, all y'all stay here. I got to go. Oh, I felt the anointing on that. Who am I talking to? All y'all stay at the house. I got to go away from the noise to get alone with God. I told my husband, you want me to spend time with God. Ooh, if you only knew, bro. You would put money in my pocket and say, go, baby, go, go find God. Kids, you best tell your mama face. You need to tell mama, you know what? I think I'm going to leave you alone today. Uh, go find God. It sure is the truth. <laughs> Tell somebody, go find God, baby. Go find God. And I'm not a fighter. I'm not a fusser. But I know my head. I know my mind. I've got to be alone with God. Or I'm not a good person. Away from the Lord. Jesus did it himself because of what he had been through. He's pouring out to everybody. He pulled away from everybody and everything. He got away from the noise along with God. And after he did that, he'd come back and then he could minister all over again. Y'all know that's what he was doing the night he walked on water. It's one of my favorite preaching points. I know y'all heard it before. You get ready to hear it again. He was, he got along with God. He sent them folk that way. He sent those disciples. Y'all going over there. Go away. Oh, don't wait on the shore for me. Y'all get in the boat. Go to the other side. I'm going this way. And he spent that night in the presence of God. And so when he came down off that mountain, he said, see where these boys at? Oh, storm raging. Boat tossing and turning. But he had been alone with God. He had been away from the noise. He said, oh, I see him. Hmm, that's too far to go around. I think I'll just walk on the water. I wish I knew how to do that walk Chantel did. I think I'll just walk on the water. He had been alone with God. He sent them way away. And it was for what he had been through. But here in our text that we read, as we move into communion, he pulls away this time because of what he's getting ready to go to. Because of what he's getting ready to face. He was in a place where no one could help him anyway. He was wrestling with the will of God. He was wrestling with what he was about to sacrifice. He was headed to his cross. And even though this is what he was born to do, it wasn't going to be an easy win. He was going to win, but it was not going to be an easy win. It would cost him his life. He was becoming sin for us. He was about to take the poison that was killing us so that we could live. And that cross was a horrible death. But it was also the whipping and the humiliation and the being misunderstood and the being doubted and the being disbelieved and the being rejected and the being abandoned and he would need strength to make it through this night he would need strength to make it through the next day so the disciples and all his friends and his inner circle they could only go with him so far and then the bible says then he went a stone's cast away they called it a length it's about as far as you can throw a rock 
The NIV says it was a stone's throw beyond them. Here's where they had to leave him. And about a stone's throw beyond him, he had to get away from the noise and get along with God. He had to get away from where they were going and arguing about who going to be the greatest. He had to get away from them trying to figure out who the betrayer was. Was it him or was it going to be him? He had to get away from them asking him questions like, where are you going? And we don't know the way of where you going, where you're going. He had to get away from all the noise. And so he got a stone cast away. Has anybody ever felt like you were a stone's cast away? Has anybody ever been a stone's cast away? And as you walk with God, there are times when you got to get a stone's cast away. Meaning that you'll be where no one even should try to help you. And they couldn't anyway. Get out there where no one has the answer. No one has a word for you. There's no prophet getting ready to show up. You're not getting a word of wisdom from a pastor. Nobody's laying hands on you. Sometimes you're a stone's cast away. You got to wrestle with the will of God for yourself. Jesus walked away from the noise and that's where he got strength for what he was about to go through. That's where he talked with God and an angel came and strengthened him. Where did he get that strength? Away from the noise. And when he came back, he came back with resolve. He came back with the whatever your will is, God. He came back with a nevertheless not my will, but your will be done. He came back with so much power that when they rolled up on him and asked whether he was Jesus, all he said was, I am he. And when he got the I am out, everybody fell out. Yeah. Read the book. The night they came to see Jesus. And they said, are you looking for Jesus now? He said, I am. And before he get the he out, all of them just passed out. He came back with so much healing in his hand that when Peter cut that servant's ear off, he just put the man's ear back on. He was ready then. Let's do this. Let's do this. But he had to walk away from the noise. So some of you need this part of your walk because of what you've been through. You need to get away from the noise. Some of you need it because of what you're going through right now. You better pull your butt away from all that noise. Some of you need it because of what you're about to go through, what you're about to face, what you're about to do for God. Walk away from the noise. Well, how do I do that, Pastor? Take a drive without the radio on and ride in silence with God. That made some of y'all nervous already. How do I do that, Pastor? Go to a park. Just sit and enjoy God's creation. Go somewhere pretty. I love going somewhere beautiful and just bask in the creation of God and just have small talk with him. Ask him some questions. Just listen, but without your phone. How do I get away from the noise? Go into your prayer closet. Stay for an hour uninterrupted doing nothing else but being in the presence of God don't get in there and start hanging up clothes right, right, right. 
Mm-hmm, y'all got some, yeah. Don't get in there looking at the dust that's in the corner and decide you, well, as long as I'm in my prayer closet, let me clean this place up. Mm-mm. How do I do that, Pastor? Come down to the church when no one else is here. Lay out on this altar. Just rest in his presence. Sometimes I curl like I'm going to bed. I just come on. I just lay on the altar, tired, but just resting in his presence. You don't even have to talk. Just listen. I just worship. How do I do this, Pastor? Book a hotel room. Don't leave it for 24 hours. Just you and a Bible or a book and some worship and some prayer. Tell everybody you're unavailable. Ooh, that's for somebody. I feel that way. Tell everybody I am unavailable, but I got responsibilities. I got people. I got. Well, do this. Tell one person. One person can know where you are for an emergency. Tell everybody else you're unavailable. And if it's not an emergency, if it, if it ain't that person, you're unavailable. And be away from the noise. Now, this will be uncomfortable for extroverts. But y'all introverts, you have no excuse. Because y'all can do this. We real good at getting away from everybody. And I don't feel bad because introverts are at a disadvantage when it comes to witnessing, when it comes to fellowshipping, when it comes to community groups, we're at a disadvantage. We're uncomfortable. So y'all can be uncomfortable uh, 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 getting away from the noise, you extroverts. But introverts, y'all have no excuse why you can't do this. Find your place and then go there often. Go there often. Me and God have a date every Friday from 2 to 4. Don't call me. Don't text me. Don't look for me. I'm not going to answer. And because I'm a pastor, I, I, might, I might glance, and if it, don't, if it don't say dead or dying on it, I, it, I don't even see it. And I'm alone with him. And we don't talk about y'all. We find other things to talk about. Find your place. Go there often and let your spirit drink. Your spirit is so thirsty. Your spirit is so dehydrated because you never get away from the noise so you can just drink. Get with God and just let your spirit drink away from the noise. Away, away from the noise, alone with you. Away, away to hear your voice and be with you. Nothing else matters. My one desire is to worship you. I live to
relationship with God you want to walk with him you want to learn more about him you want this relationship that you hear us talking about but you need to accept God into your heart you need to accept Jesus into your heart and it may be for the first time somebody it may be that you need to rededicate your life to this walk today I just want you to pray this prayer with me you're listening by video whenever you hear this Pray this prayer with me and begin this walk with God right here, right now. Say, Lord Jesus, 
all over the room say Lord Jesus I want to walk with you I believe in you come into my heart forgive me for everything I've done wrong I'm ready to live for you thank you Lord for saving me in Jesus name amen now if you prayed that prayer for the first time or if you rededicated yourself to this life today by praying that prayer if you meant that in your heart I believe that Jesus is in your heart right now I know he is if you really believe that in your heart and if you're listening on our video broadcast put in the comments right now just put your name say I prayed that prayer today there's a book that I want you to have that will take you on your journey that you're this new walk with God and we'd like to get that book to you put that in the comments or you can go to newantioch-aliante.org and go to the connect button and connect with us and we want to be part of your spiritual family we want to help you on this walk with God and if you're here in the building if you would like to be a member of New Antioch if you have if you or if you prayed that prayer today and you either rededicated your life or you prayed that prayer for the first time just raise your hand. You don't have to come up here. Just raise your hand and just say, I rededicated my life to this walk today. I, I want to know more about God. I've, I've said that prayer for the first time, and I believe Jesus is in my heart. Anybody, just raise your hand. If you'd like to be a member of this church, and, and we would love to be part of your family, just raise your hand, and I'll send someone to you. You don't have to come here. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's celebrate our communion. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for the opportunity to walk with you. God, we rebuke the noise. God, let somebody grab hold of this word today. Let somebody grab hold to it and start today finding time alone with you, walking away from the noise. Take these folk out of my ear, God. Take, these, take the enemy out of my ear. God, I'm going to spend so much less time. God, let them not be satisfied just letting the world talk to them day in and day out. God, this week, God, this is a great week. It's prayer week. And we walk away from the noise. Hallelujah. We walk away from the noise to be alone with you. God, seal this word in somebody's heart. Let them never be satisfied again without uninterrupted, undisturbed, undistracted time with you away from the noise. God, sanctify my mind. Help my mind. Get me away from the noise in my head. I rebuke depression. I rebuke anxiety. I rebuke the enemy. Shut up, enemy. Get out of their ear. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. This is not the kind of word I can lay hands on you and make you do. You just have to walk on the word that you heard today. If you would get at this time, it's time for our communion celebration. Now that you know what communion really is, and you're going to not only take communion, but you're going to live communion, give God a hand praise as we go into communion. Okay, I might have got three people that's, that's really ready to be in communion with God.
Those of you who are at home watching this, go now, uh, get you a piece of bread, some crackers, uh, get you some Kool-Aid or some juice or whatever you happen to have, uh, and come on and take communion with us. But again, we're going to do more than take communion. We're going to live communion. Amen. So go ahead and join us with communion at this time. Go ahead and get it right now and come on back. Those of you that are in the sanctuary, uh, go ahead. And if you have not received a communion uh, package, just raise your hand and they will, the sanctuary attendants will bring you one. Does everybody have their communion? We need one here. Amen. Does everybody have? Just raise your hand if you don't have your communion package. Amen. All right, come on, let's celebrate. You came, you came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross. My debt you paid from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky. Lord, I lift your name on high. You came, you came from heaven to earth to show. From the 
celebrate around here. So we will be here on Tuesday night um, and from 6 to 7.15. We are walking with the prayer giants. Uh, we have Pastor Tara and Minister Sheila that are going to be ministering this week. It's going to be great. Tuesday night here at Aliante from 6 to 7.15. We still want to get 50 people in the building. I understand those of you that don't uh, feel safe. Of course, not you all here, but those that are listening. But I'm sure you're not going anywhere since you don't come to church. So I'm sure you're not going anywhere and you're being safe, and I agree with that. I want you to be safe. But if you do come, uh, we would love to have 50 people in the building. God has done, we have done extremely well in nobody catching the virus in the church. And so, uh, but you please do what you feel uh, is right. But we'd love to have you in the building. And then Wednesday and Thursday, we will be at our central campus, 610 Bell Rose, uh, for prayer week. We are fasting this week. This is a great time to get some time alone with God. Get away from the noise, uh, the noise of the television. When we fast, we don't do, we don't watch movies and, and foolishness all day on the television. We put that stuff away and we begin to fill ourselves up with the word of God, reading scriptures, praise and worship. Uh, but then we are doing the Daniel's fast. The Daniel's fast basically is fruits, vegetables, whole grains, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and whole grains. Um, we're going to eat. That's all we're going to eat for three days. Those of you that are in my discipline class, that 815 class on Wednesday morning, I want all of you all fasting. We are disciplining our bodies. Tell your flesh for three days, this is what you're going to eat. Fruit, vegetables, whole grains, and some nuts. Other than that, you're not going to have what you need, what you want this week, because I'm going to crucify my flesh because I'm trying to walk with God. So all you discipline folk. I want you guys, we're going to, the class is going on a three-day fast. 
Uh, but please join us for fasting for those three days. We need to be fasting and praying for what's going on in our country, what's going on in your house. We need to be in fasting and prayer. So it is prayer week. We do this every first Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of every month uh, at New Antioch Christian Fellowship. We are a praying church. Amen. Uh, and then, um, again, the Bible study, if you guys want to jump in, you can, if you are at work, you can see it later. It'll still be on our page. It's on the House of Antioch page. Uh, no, it's not. It's on the main page, the big page, New Antioch Christian Fellowship page. Prayer every morning at 7 is on the Aliante, New Antioch Christian Fellowship Aliante page. So find us. You got those. If you're a member, you got three pages you need to be on. House of Antioch, Antioch Central, Antioch Aliante. Um, and then, um, for those of you who just want to give, uh, just, just want to give back out of your gratitude, we are having, uh, on the other side of town, our other campus, a back to school party, uh, for the community It's going to be a drive through and they can come through, um, is, uh, during food bank time, a little after food bank time. So food bank is starts at six 30. Uh, we need volunteers for that and, and, uh, 7:30 volunteers for our back to school. We're still giving back out backpacks and school supplies. Uh, so if you wanna bring it, bring it out to prayer week. Uh, if you wanna donate, if you go on our website, you can see uh, how to fill up a bag for elementary school, middle school, and high school. If uh, you want somebody else to do it, just come out during prayer week and you will be there on Wednesday from eight to 7.30. Uh, Pastor Tiffany will be at the Bell Rose Church for any donations you wanna have. We wanna give out 60 elementary, 60 middle school, and 60 high school bags um, to help our community out uh, this year. But it, uh, it's the House of Antioch. It's, it's some, uh, we just love community. And so if that's just an opportunity, if you all want to give, and we, at our church, we will be doing something for Aliante, for the schools here uh, in Aliante uh, as well. Amen. That's all I have. Uh, so God bless your heart. Go walk with God. Get away from the noise. Somebody say, get away from the noise. And let's spend some time with God this week. Amen. Amen. You so finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect. Be of good comfort, be of one mind, live in peace, and the God of love and peace shall be with you. Greet with one another with a holy wave. We, uh, we might need to get away from a fist pump even. Uh, please pray for those that are struggling with COVID this week. It is rampant. So let's, let's stay safe. Uh, greet one another with the holy wave. All the saints salute you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ the love of God, and the communion, the real communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen and amen. If you would please stay seated, we're going to get you out of here safely. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H-A-L-I-A-N-T-E. If you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can do so by texting New Antioch to 77977 for Aliante campus. Or for Central Campus, that's New Antioch Central at 77977.